on this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast. Uh, well, let's just say this. When there's not much to talk about, you find something to talk about. Ace, Ron, and Jake go on about the previous Raw falling short for about 30 minutes and then move on to everything else. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to one of the greatest wrestling podcasts alive to date. Coming at you, big bold letters, quick pop podcast. Here we go. We're hitting it hard. We're hitting it well. Get ready. Get your ears set. Get them locked down, ready to listen, because we're coming at you. My name is Ron, and with me, I have... Uh, it's Jacob, but man, that was a lot of hitting it. I'm just saying, are we uh, are we getting that physical on this podcast? I mean, we're about to. You're about to. I mean, I'm just here to talk about wrestling. I mean, what you you yeah. guys are just like very dangerous. I feel unsafe here. I need a safe space to talk about wrestling. This is I, a safe I, space. Are you sure? I heard a lot about hitting it. Like, I feel like a steel chair is about to fly we're, at. We're gonna we're gonna hit it. We're gonna hit it hard. We're gonna hit it as fast as we can and then we're just gonna go and run with it just go there we go there's so what you're the telling, sauce there's the so, flavor so what, so what you're telling me is like uh we're, we're, uh the three of us we're uh we're about to make a podcast you yeah know, we, we're, we're, uh, we're gonna talk <laughs> we're, our, our, our voices are gonna go you know in sometimes out of your ears um we'll respect you more in the morning not less i mean it's we're, we're professionals we know what we're doing and uh we love all y'all is that what we're trying to say yeah. Uh, also, we're trying to say a little disclaimer. Uh, if you end up having Brock Lesnar cauliflower ear after this podcast, uh, we are in no way, shape, or form responsible for the injuries that you sustain. I need to add oh, that. No. But they do need to go to see a physician in at least uh, five to six days, because after that, it'll get a little leaky. <laughs> if, if, <you're, laughs> if your ear wound lasts longer than four hours... Hey, isn't uh, somebody else here with us? Don't we? Okay, Ace is asleep, guys. He's, He's had on. a lot of work. So oh, well, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was. He's tired. I'm sorry. I, I watched the last episode. He's been episode. too busy carrying us, uh, carrying us on his back. He no, no, needs no. To take I'm break. sorry. I, I watched the last episode of Raw, and it put me to sleep. Speaking I mean, of the last episode of Raw. About. I think every episode of Raw needs to be 30 seconds long of actual information I care about. Speaking of the last episode of Raw, nothing happened. No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> nothing happened. Nothing of note happened, we should say. I mean, I will give them this. They had some good matches. Here here's what I took away from Here's what I took away from Raw, okay? Okay. Uh Everything that happened last week, we did it again, and uh, we also mentioned that uh, what's his name, Drew McIntyre's back. That's that's really all that happened. Yeah, no, I mean you're right. McIntyre and uh, Ricochet's match was awesome. Oh yeah, and I... Kevin Owens showed up at the end, and then the rest of the show happened. Well, that's not to say that Ron's favorite part of Raw didn't happen. Oh uh, yeah, Ron. Yeah, Ron. Favorite part of Raw happened. You know the uh, the King's Court with uh, Rusev, where then uh, Lana and Lashley did some more heavy petting in front of millions of people that no one asked to see, but yet they still want to show us. Dude, dude, you know what? You know what? 
two weeks could change my entire mind on everything. I do not like it anymore. I'm bored of it. <laughs> Why, I'm not even kidding. I like. I'm not even trying to play devil's advocate or anything. I completely hate where they're going with the story. It doesn't make sense to me. Oh, just because uh, Rusev was giving money back to his home country, that way Lana couldn't do her modeling career or whatnot. Uh, over it. Over it. Done. That's okay. a stupid reason. Over okay, it. One, I hated it from the beginning, but I hate it for two reasons. One, the one you just said, right? And then two, all right, so on Raw, Rusev's in the King's Court, and they, like, interrupt him, and Lana and Lashley's doing their braggadocious look, we're awesome and making out at this fancy restaurant that you would never take Lana to, right? And so Rusev then angrily storms out. So then, like, later, like, the maitre d' is like, oh, you know, Rusev may be coming. He's like, oh, he doesn't have the guts and stuff. And then when Rusev, Rusev does show up, there is a maitre d', and this is an angry, you just took my wife, big, burly man. And the maitre d' is, like, holding him back for a good 10 seconds, and he's like, oh, oh, yeah, ooh, Lashley. I'm like, okay. <laughs> if, if this maitre d' wasn't why here. Why is the maitre d' my size holding Rusev back? Steroids. Oh, okay, never mind. There's something in that here, pasta. Right? My problem. <laughs> okay, so my problem is like the 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 logic behind tonight's makes no sense because according to Lana, specifically the reason that she had an affair is because Rusev wouldn't take her to a restaurant in Baltimore. Yeah, that yeah. that is specifically the reason she said that she did this. Not this was a building up thing and there's all this other stuff. No, no. Rusev just wouldn't take me to this restaurant in Baltimore. What are you talking about? Like, Ace, have you ever been to that restaurant? I don't need to be at that restaurant. It's not going to break up my marriage. It may. You may not. Hey, dude, if you eat at a restaurant and your wife's like, eh, I don't want to come back here anymore. Eh, you may no, 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 no. They didn't go, and then they didn't like it. Rusev was just like, I don't want to go to that restaurant in Baltimore. Hey, in specifically um, Baltimore. Uh, I never ate at that restaurant, and look how I turned up. That does... Okay, I'm, I'm so there, done with you. you but <laughs> but did I it break up? Good point, because, though. But did it break up because you haven't been? Not just because you haven't been, like, because specifically because you haven't been look i'm just gonna say on here for the record the reason why uh i am no longer married is because i didn't eat at that specific restaurant what restaurant is that what restaurant um, is that? That's, that that's that's brave of you that's brave i want everyone <laughs> yeah. to applaud ron's bravery okay he didn't have to hear I'll that applaud. with the audience that i'll applaud a very, him too it's very heartfelt moment i'll applaud him too if he can name the restaurant uh it is joe's crab shack <laughs> Hey, the one in Baltimore is better than every other Joe's Crab Shack I've ever been to. I'm not going other to other one. I'm not going to a Joe's Crab Shack in Baltimore. I'm just throwing that out there. The, <laughs> Samoa you, Joe's Crab Shack. Did you see the set they built? It might as well have been Joe's Crab Shack. Joe's Crab Shack apparently has a very high standard when it comes to what you can wear in there. And they do not oh, provide yeah. bibs. The Joe's Crab Shack in Baltimore is high class you black tie and up. I they hope have, you ain't coming in there in flip flops and, and and jeans short and some shorts. John Cena ain't getting in. They Matt have a, Riddle ain't getting in. They have a Mater D and everything. Yeah, it's a hardcore Joe's Crab Shack. I'm I'm just gonna eject from this uh, 
insane asylum that we've put ourselves into and and bring it back all the way to say this feud makes no sense they're not wrestling the reason for the animosity makes no sense especially nope. because they've already messed up the lines between reality and fantasy yep prior to this and now you're saying that like oh yeah this is what broke their marriage up so, so, yep. sorry yep. what so yeah it Over. makes no, it makes no sense it doesn't make either of them look good just stop there's better things that she could have done with Rusev. I don't think Maury could even save this trash of a storyline. And you know what the worst part is? They didn't bring Maury. Exactly. Besides that, this all started from Rusev coming out and potentially being uh, the the Canellis baby daddy. See, if they did what I said and like have Lana uh, have an affair because Maria initially said that rusev was the uh, baby daddy then it's more believable but because well i always knew lana to be like super superficial 64 but this just takes the cake it makes no sense to bring him back in one storyline and be like oh that wasn't insane enough i you know what they should have done this could have saved it in a perfect world rusev would take the tank that he drove in on uh wrestlemania 31 and crushed Joe's uh, Samoa Joe's crab shack to the ground I with think, it. I think he had that alone. I don't think that was his. That was okay, when he guys. I I think this every week, but now I'm really just going to say it out loud. Why don't we write wrestling? We are like geniuses. Of okay. This. Do you know why we don't write wrestling? Why is that? Because look at what we would have to compete against ourselves. Yes, but yeah. Here, no one can touch us, baby. No, 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 no. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. We are like, oh, why, we should be writers because we come up with better stories. But we're competing against Vince McMahon thinking that a weird affair story based on a restaurant is better. Look, look. We, the thing is that we're not, we're I, not I, competing I, with Vince McMahon. We are competing. We we're not looking for Vince McMahon's uh, whatever. We're looking for the fans' whatever. And okay. when we have the fans, yeah. whatever, then we got the sauce, we got the juice, we got the pizzazz. Guys, I know how the storyline ends now. Oh. So Lashley and uh, Rusev are in the middle of a match. Then Lana's music hits. <gasps> and, she, and and she's like, she's like, Rusev, you were never a man for, for me. You wouldn't do all the, the these things and take me to the restaurant. And Lashley, you actually treated me like the princess I am and took me to the restaurant. But that restaurant means so much to me that I am now with Samoa Joe so I can always go to the restaurant. And, oh, my gosh. And and, and just, and just to throw it out. Oh, yeah. Triple threat. But, but, you know, there's one thing that it's missing. It's missing that celebrity flair. So okay. here's the okay. thing. Bits love celebrities. Come on, oh, hit me with it. Okay, Rusev. Let me know where you go because I had an idea. He stares down too. Bobby Lashley and he stares yeah. down uh, Samoa Joe. He rips off his mustache, takes off like a mask, and it's not Rusev, but RuPaul. <laughs> I think you might need a little bit more than just a mask. <laughs> Dude. RuPaul could work it. I'm serious. Ever watch RuPaul's Drag Race? No, 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 no. no. They make And then this leads to a one-year build to WrestleMania 36. RuPaul versus Brock Lesnar for the heavyweight title. Yes! Yes! 
I'm liking it. I'm see, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing it. I'm digging it. And instead of coming in with a tank this time, he's gonna come in with a race car because drag race. Because drag race. Because drag race. We're bringing it around town. Speaking of bringing it around, let's bring it back to. Uh, All right. So, so did something? Did anything else happen on Raw before we delve further into? At Madden? this point, who well, cares? Let's, let's just keep working our way backwards. Uh, okay. I, I will say this: uh, there really didn't have a lot much happening. They they did fill out the rest of uh, the Hogan versus Flair teams. Uh, Humberto made uh, his debut and. Yeah, he obviously didn't win because uh, WB is still on the Rollins train. I am falling off the Rollins train hard. Uh, yeah, everyone is. Everyone is falling. Dude, they okay. are Roman Reigns and Rollins so hard. I am convinced now they have no idea how to make a face now in, in this company nowadays. Because it's like, oh, you like this guy? Okay, we have to make him cookie cutter, white meat baby face, but then try to make him look cool so we'll just get him to rub shoulders with some people that are cool and then like give him a catchphrase that he'll say to the point that you're like, it's annoying, shut up. Okay, but And then we'll just shove him down your throats until you boo him. But he's actually like doing his catchphrase, which is the problem. No, 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 no. You were wrong. He just finally did his catchphrase. Yeah, that's true. He's had his catchphrase for almost two years, and he's just now made it meant something. It's a two-year build. Who it says WWE can't, can't do uh, long-term booking? Yeah, long-term booking. Seth would say burn it down for two years. Who saw that coming with the Firefly Funhouse? And that's going to be the payoff. Just fire. Burn it down, Seth. Burn it down. You got what's in, in the meetings. He's gonna say, "Burn it down, pal." Vince, why is he gonna uh, say that? That's just because it's good oh, stuff. No, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> nice. Wait. So this is and then Vince lays <laughs> out two years of build. See, Vince is actually a genius, guys. Two-year uh, build for just a catchphrase. Two things. Two things. Uh, one. And then we give the build to Roman. Oh, what? oh! You guys are gonna be shocked here in a year and a half when Becky has a sex change. <gasps> yeah. Who saw Man. that coming? Two things oh, here. What? Two things are, here. Are, are uh, oh my gosh. One uh, nice one, Ron. And two. Uh, <laughs> two. Can we admit that uh, you got to feel bad for Bray? Bray cannot have any kind of domicile without somebody wanting to come up and burn it down. He just. He, um, yeah. he cannot I possess property. Bray because he cannot have a push in WWE apparently. Well, they can so, allow him to be super awesome creative and then his push gets flushed down the toilet. So here's and the I thing. don't mean that as in like, no, this isn't sour grapes like, ooh, Bray lost a match. Womp womp. No, it's that the, he, it's like he finally gets another heavyweight title match trash ending. Now he has a rematch, still heavyweight title, hey, still in the big picture in a match he cannot possibly win. Well, there nobody is can. no way Bray comes out with that title. To be fair, nobody can win that match. Like, it's physically impossible for anyone to win that match. You and I had this like, discussion. It's physically impossible. We've had, no, no, I will have this discussion for, for, for the no, we haven't had it here. We so, haven't had it here, so definitely. No one knows, Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins is having a pinfalls count anywhere match, right? Ooh, But yeah, there's a caveat. They added a caveat. There's a caveat. Underneath it, in bold letters, because, because it's like, oh, we're sorry we screwed up the last time. It says... The match cannot be stopped for any reason. I don't know if anyone here goes to school or knows what one plus one is, but 
if it's pinfalls count anywhere, but the match can not be stopped for any reason, a pinfall is a reason. They are literally saying this match will go forever. So my theory is the match will open the show and then fight into the back. And then throughout the night, we check back in on Seth and uh, Bray beating each other up until the pay-per-view ends. And then we're like, hey, whatever happened to Seth and Bray? And then YouTube videos will pop up with them fighting in an airport, on the plane, in the Uber lane, waiting for their driver, in the Uber, on the way to the arena. And then Raw will start and we will hopefully get it into the match. But you won't get it into the match because the match can never end. <laughs> One, two, three. Four, five. No, a little part of me wants them to do that. I don't think they're going to do that insane no. theory, but a little part of me wants them to go one, two, and then he starts to count three and he goes, I can't do this. And he just kind of like the ref stands up and looks at his hands and goes, Oh God, why am I even here? <laughs> and just, he just has like and just has the like an existential has crisis existential crisis in the middle of the ring yeah and then just walks yeah, out like fetal position in the uh in the corner no it's just like, what am i doing with my life it's just him looking at his hands as he walks up the ramp going like i can't count I can't and then the second fiend is born because he'll start listening to mr hurt and no Miss Heel. no we don't need a second fiend yeah oh by the way i'm i meant to bring this up who builds uh Bray's buildings because they they build it so well, but they never put a freaking fire extinguisher in there. Well, it, and the Sister Abigail house, uh, it was old. They they obviously uh, were not prepared for that. And even then, he wasn't home to be able to take care of that. So give him a pass on the, the shack that Sister Abigail uh, was buried in. Uh, now, the Firefly Funhouse, I will give you that. They should have had uh, an episode that uh, talked about fire safety and then had Seth Rollins burn it down. Uh, there would have been a little bit more continuity I, there. I don't understand. Like, how, how, can, how can that be overlooked in such a way? Well, I mean, if you're under, under the implication that uh, Bray Wyatt gets a, uh, a inspector to come in and check that everything's up to code in the Firefly Funhouse, uh, I got news for you. I, I don't think that's a thing. Look, maybe maybe that inspector was Ramblin' Rabbit. Also. And he kept on killing him, therefore not doing his job. Also, let's take a moment to realize that we were all under the, the idea that, like, the Firefly Funhouse was either, like, in Bray's head or, like, way far off at all times. But with the implication from Raw, the Firefly Funhouse is apparently, like, in the arena every time somehow like Bray shows up and builds his little house. I mean, don't you remember that? Like there was a raw where like sister Abigail, like Abby, the witch and uh rambling rabbit and mercy, the buzzard, they were all popping up in random places. Well, yeah, that during, was like promos and whatnot. That was the build up to it. Like it made I sense. I loved it though. Yeah. Bring they should have kept it up. Yeah. Bring that back. Yeah. Bring that back. You know what they need to do? They need to have matches where, like, as it's going along, uh, it's just, you know, going along, going along. And then, like, as it pans across, like, the front row crowd when they're, like, fighting outside the ring, it should just pan across. And then you have to be like, wait, was that was that the Fiend just in the audience? And then, <laughs> then it cuts back and he's not there anymore. It, that's what they should do. Like, don't really draw a lot of attention to it, but just be like, wait, did I see? 
that's that's how you build the fiend back up is by having him like be there but don't draw attention to it because i yeah. think or the... just or just having husker in the crowd eating churros i'd be great with oh that my too. gosh that would be awesome like i'm just thinking the not saying that like after his initial debut the fiend wasn't hot but i think the hottest that he was like bray wyatt anyway was those those random appearances because like everybody was talking about it at that point dude there were like awesome theories to listen to on youtube also yeah. like this means this this means that and it's not just like oh, oh I it's remember. obvious that hu like husker the pig was husky harris but i'm talking about stuff like the six seven kids that were at his like picnic or whatever and then the two kids that were holding limbo and one of them was wearing this type of shirt and they were getting like really detailed on i remember that. for the longest yeah. time when uh me and jake just deliberated like the meaning of the puppets like did they mean that yeah. somebody was going to attack them or like we thought that they were yeah, uh, yeah like who they signifiers. were looking at uh, as they were coming to the ring yeah 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 so. it, it was it was it was a lot of fun and i do wish they'd bring back some mystery like that because I do think even though Bray Wyatt now has wrestled and is there, you can still have certain weeks where like things like that happen and he doesn't show up. And I think it would do the same effect as what they're trying to do. You know, like it doesn't have to be all the time, but just every once in a while. Yeah, I agree. 110%. <sighs> what is, what has happened? Like happened what has happened to the WWE? Like I mean, they had such a good like they had a great uh season premiere and you know then all is? of a sudden it's just like uh, you know what it is you want to you, you want to know what happened what? Saudi every oh, time no. they go to Saudi Arabia it is the Saudi lull the show it like just I would agree stops all storylines in their tracks they throw a bunch of nonsense there for a month and then after that they try to get the train back on the tracks but they always derail the train every time it's a saudi show I, they're the reason why alistair black will probably never become like a wwe champion so yeah here, so here's the thing i i would normally agree with that because like it's very obvious and like it falls in line okay. and everything like that the one thing that kind of keeps me away from that i f feel like uh what, what was i gonna call this WWE is somehow going through WrestleMania syndrome again. Because you know how normally with WrestleMania it happens and then like right after that it's really good again and you're like, okay, cool, this is great. And then immediately it like drops off because they don't know what to do after WrestleMania. I feel like yeah. the Raw per Raw season premiere and the SmackDown premiere were the WrestleMania where it was great. And then the week after, it was like, okay, well, this is not as great as WrestleMania, but like I still see what they're doing here because it was like the draft and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah. okay, this kind of works. But then ever since then, it has just been like low, low, low. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know how I don't know how WWE had WrestleMania syndrome not on WrestleMania. Well, there's one way, one easy way to fix it. XFL hashtag. Uh, well, go roughnecks. That's all the way in January, and uh, I could wait. I could wait for wrestling to be great again in the WWE. And I don't even know. Uh, but if, yeah, go roughnecks. I don't even know if that would necessarily fix it because I don't know. Is, are the two truly tied together, or no? They're they're not. Uh, in fact, he made a different company. 
uh, out of it right. using uh, so, the WWE stock. It's not uh, the WWE uh, whatever LLC or what is it called? So uh, I guess that's Alpha my point. Entertainment. I guess that's my point. I don't know how yeah. XFL existing will make it better. Well, it's gonna it's gonna take Vince away from the WWE. Hopefully, uh, I'd like to think that. I just I don't. I, I like know. to think that too because I'm an optimist, and nothing screams optimism like a guy leaving his job. That is a unfortunate way to put it, but you might be right. <laughs> hey, hey, I mean, <laughs> CM Punk was on it. Like, I, I think he, <laughs> I think he got Ooh, it let's right. Not, let's not talk about CM Punk because ooh, I, I really hope that's coming to fruition. Mm. All those, oh, all those rumors, I'd be fine with those happening. Hey, you, you guys know what will not fix this problem? What will not fix this what? problem? Kane Velasquez. Oh boy, go ahead. I, I, I was waiting on this. I was like, he's gonna bring it up any minute now. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit back and I'm just gonna let you run with this. Yeah, <laughs> let me get comfortable. We'll enter. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll preference this with my lack of knowledge. Not a big UFC guy. Don't have a lot of. I've maybe watched a Cain Velasquez fight, right? Not a lot of knowledge on him. So when he came in, you know, whatever. Cool. Okay. He's going to fight Lesnar. Why does it have to be for the title? But whatever. Cool. You know, surprise me, WWE. You you know, what is it that they always say when UFC fighters come in? They bring this era of realism. They're they're strikers. They're actual fighters. They're going to make the match look real. Well, last Monday on Raw... Ray Mysterio cut a promo. It was okay. And then uh, Heyman oh, interrupted no. him, and, Shel- let's, and let's, Shelton Benjamin came down. Let's give a little more what? credit to uh, Ray Mysterio. The thing I think I liked the most about Ray Mysterio's uh, promo is he didn't do the typical babyface thing of just letting the heel talk down to him when it came, when the heel showed up. He actually okay. was like, nah, fam, shut up or you're going to get handled. And I was like, oh. Okay. True, true, I'll, true. So I'll, I'll give him credit. credit. I will give Shelton Benjamin even more credit. Shelton Benjamin did one heck of a promo. Yeah, even though it came out of left field. Good job, Shelton. I mean, it came out of left field, yeah. But, I, the, well, they made it connect with him saying that, Ooh, like, just he helped ba- train Lesnar. Just barely connect. But, yes. I know. But, I know. But anyway, but then, oh, then, uh, Kane came out. Kane Velasquez to save Rey Mysterio picks Shelton Benjamin up and does like kind of uh, an MMA a slam, kind of kind of a wrestling takedown if you're going to pick somebody up in actual, as they call it, amateur wrestling, which I guess that should actually be professional wrestling. Oh, well. Anyway, and then proceeds to give him the worst punches I have ever seen in my life. So- Shelton Benjamin is putting his hands up to block his head and Kane one is like missing his head and and like, well, it looks, it looks, he's missing the head so bad. It looks like he's aiming for Shelton's shoulders and come on, dude, you're an MMA fighter. I get that. You're trying not to kill Shelton Benjamin, but dude, you're a trained fighter. All you have to do is move is, is those punches that you, str- that you hit people and knock them out. Do those at half speed. That's all you have to do. Yeah, and I was pretty sure that that's what you were going to talk about when you talked about like having a few things to say. Uh, yes. About this, I I will say this. 
it's absolutely ridiculous that they passed that as supposed to be like vicious punches. Yeah. That being said, Kane Velasquez has been wrestling for like what two minutes? No. Well, supposedly he's been training for for a little bit. But no, you are correct. He has not been training that long. What I am saying is if those are the punches he's throwing right now, he is not TV ready. Why are we rushing this? Well, match? I guess what I say what I meant by that is like look at uh look at like uh what was I going to say? Oh, uh like when Ronda first came out. I think Ronda looked better than him when she first came out. Mm. Well, Ronda no, has a huge love for the uh, for wrestling in general. So yeah, Kane yes. definitely uh, practicing for a long time, longer than uh, what was initially reported. Yes, Probably. agreed. No, like Ronda had her mistakes, but Ronda never did anything in my eyes. Her first few matches that was like egregious, like Kane was. Like Ronda may have did like, uh, oh, she did this move. And like she she didn't go into it enough, so like she didn't sell it properly, or like she didn't do the move properly. You could tell something was messed up. Never once did I see Rhonda strikes, and I thought like those are so egregiously fake. Probably, like I said, I I hundred percent agree that it should not have been put out in front of us. I'm just slightly giving him a little bit credit that he's new to this. Yeah. Not a lot, not a lot, but slightly. It was his first, like, I'm gonna go beat somebody up kind of thing. So, like, I I agree that should not have been put on TV in front of us. Yeah, but I'm willing to give him a a half pass because of how like new to all this he is. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. not to not to poke holes in your theory because it's def it was definitely like. Why? Oh no no no! I get what you're saying. I just I, I just I I'm curious. How long is he planning to stay? Is this just a a big money match for Saudi and he's out? Is he actually going to try to stick around? I I don't. Yeah, post post Saudi will be the true test with Kane. Supposedly he signed a full on contract that it's not just this like one and done. But I figure, even if he did that, that he will just be like uh, Brock. In the sense that he's just going to pop in and out, you know, I don't think Kane's going to be there week to week. Because if he was going to be there from week to week, they probably would have drafted him. I don't know. You, you know? know, you know what you do. You uh, you have uh, Kane Velasquez come in. You t- takes the title off of Brock, and then really rubs it in his face by like constantly ap- uh, appearing. <laughs> okay, you want to get me to cheer for Kane Velasquez? That's how you do it. There you if go. he wins the title, if he wins the title and since he's not drafted, he's showing up on every show. He's showing up on Raw. He's showing up on SmackDown. He even stops by NXT one week just to say hi. I mean, just have him show up everywhere with that belt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just constantly be like, oh, hey, I didn't see you here. Oh, it's fine. Hey, how's it going? Oh, what's this? Oh, my belt? Oh, no big deal. Oh, you mean a champion's supposed to show up from week to week? Oh, I hadn't noticed. That's weird. I I just thought you know I'll be the champion and I'll you know show up like a good little boy, like a good little boy, good boy Kane Velasquez. So no, not- you turn me around. You know he's just a good boy. So he's just a good boy trying to win that title. I don't want this to go too long, but I also don't want this to just be the let's dump on Raw. Uh, let's let's end on a positive note. Uh, AEW. I was gonna <laughs> get I was gonna get to AEW. 
Uh, I was going to say SmackDown. I'm a positive note, so the first thing that pops to my mind is either AEW or NXT. You got no. anything else? Oh, no. wait, wait. Can, can I, I, was can just I gonna put go in back. another negative thing real quick, please? Go ahead, quick. Knock it out. Okay. Uh, uh, WWE 2K20. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Yes, I know that. End of story. No, the end of story, indeed. I, end I, of story. I want it if to be really like. If you really want it, wait until Black Friday when it's half off. Here's the thing. I like want every it to, year. I want it to be like, oh, you know, it's day one. I don't know why everyone's getting giving crap to them on day one. Every game is mm-hmm. bad on day one. I looked at the game that was being played. Good Lord. Why did this yeah. go gold? And everyone yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, look, WWE is awful. Maybe we should show this to AEW, and they'll make a real good game." And I'm like, "I don't know if I'd blame WWE for this one. This was 2K just like giving up." Yeah, because also, uh, Ukes, uh, they usually do. Ukes used to be series. good. They no, they pulled out. They I don't think they had anything to do with this installment. Right. That's why I, it's really annoying yeah. when I'm seeing people like go, oh, let's show this to AEW. Maybe they'll make actually a good game. And I'm like, what does this have to do with WWE? If AEW does it, 2K will try and pick it up and they'll make it just as bad. Yeah, it's like people people need to not yell at WWE and yell at 2K. Yeah, because in this case. You know how WWE would make a better game going with a different company. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, WWE, this made it terrible. All WWE did is provide its likeness. It's the game people who themselves that made it garbage. Uh, they so. they said, I remember reading something that said uh, WWE 2K20 looks like a very poor uh, Switch port. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> so. it's looked like someone made a high quality PlayStation 2 game. Yeah. It's so bad. But um, also, on a sad note, um, Xavier Woods, I hope you get better, baby boy. Uh, uh, he hurt his Achilles. Yeah, um, he's been hurt in, uh, for a while, Australia. so it's a good thing yeah. that he finally, like, I don't want to say it's a good thing that he hurt something bad, but I feel like he's been, like, running at about 70% for a while now, so I don't... He's been pushed. I it. don't ever want to imply, like, oh, thank God someone got hurt, but... Thank goodness someone got hurt to a point where they're like gonna give him time off so he can truly heal. Yeah, um, that would that would be what I would say to that. It's just that like, yeah. you know, thank goodness Get better. We're all rooting for you. Yeah, thank goodness. Uh, someone like just thank goodness for you know getting to a point where you can take a break. I like I like this tweet. He was like, "I'm gonna eat pizza. I'm gonna stream. I'm gonna be on." This and that, and I was like, "Yeah, you do that. You earned it." Yeah, you get him. I saw his. Uh, I think he had a up, up, down, down where they showed his basement and everything, and that was really, oh, really cool. Did you get to see his Golden Girls thing? Yes, he I was saw his Golden Girls that. shrine. It is amazing. Like he was, he was I didn't talking think he was about that, that big of a Golden Girls fan, but oh my gosh, it is huge. He was talking about that at PAX. He was talking about like that's what he spent his life savings on, and he was super excited to show it to his dad. And his dad was yeah. just like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the dude was not kidding when he when he said he had a Golden Girls collection. My gosh, he had he has a collection. Yeah, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Uh, as, as we're working backwards, as we always do, uh, SmackDown wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best, but it definitely wasn't the worst out of the two. It was uh, much higher than than Raw. Uh, nothing but right home about, but also nothing like absolutely garbage. Except except for the 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 Bray Wyatt thing. That was why. But garbage. still, still everything else was like 
decent. Nothing, nothing's you know, woo, but you know, it was decent. the WWE bar, which is not very high to begin with. Uh, they set it high and then they immediately lowered it. Um, yeah, but if we go back a little more to Wednesday, uh, which is like the day after we record, so you know, we have to wait mm-hmm. a whole six days to talk about it. Um, that was that was an interesting day on both sides. Uh, I don't think either uh, AEW or NXT had any like blowouts like they did before. Like NXT didn't put on any kind of like takeover style show, but I also didn't hear a whole lot of buzz uh, coming out of what down went down on AEW either. They were both just really good shows. Yeah. Just like, or are we talking about AEW Week Two or Week Three? The one that just passed, like the uh, the, the so Jericho the Jericho Darby Allen match. That no, that was that was something to write home to. No, that, that was, was. I was about to say the Let Jericho me... Darby Allen match. Jericho made Darby Allen, or yeah. I guess you could argue that Darby Allen made Darby Allen. But like, no, that was an awesome match. Plus, like with Darby Allen being handcuffed or uh, duct taped, his hands duct taped, and him doing all the stuff that he did. No, Darby Allen to me, I mean, I'm not gonna say he became like that transitional wrestling star, but as far as AEW, he became an AEW star that night. Well, like, I... if you didn't already like Darby Allen. He is on your radar now. There's, I guess, uh, I don't know. I guess I, I kind of miswrote it. What I was trying to kind of imply is there wasn't any kind of matches on both sides where it felt like they were trying to outdo each other. They just started to get into a nice, good, consistent oh, okay. pattern. I yeah, they're doing their own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it, that, I thought uh, Bucks and Private Party was good. I liked that the oh, Private Party God. won. So that... I, uh. Ooh, I I was like yelling. I was like, "No way!" They actually did it. They actually got they 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 did it. They did. Sasha, what the? <laughs> See, I didn't think the Bucks was going to be the uh, inaugural champions, and since they weren't going to be the inaugural champions, I was hoping once they announced that it's them and Private Party, they just go ahead and take the Bucks out of the tournament. That way, all the matches are newer to the average audience, mm. um, and. That way you're seeing those people each time they have a match, you become more invested in them instead of you're invested in the Bucks and then, oh, the Bucks lost in like the semifinals or the finals. It, because if so, you're still going to always be invested in the Bucks. So take the Bucks out early, invest in other people. Yeah. Like I, if I were going to compare both Wednesday night shows, NXT and uh, Dynamite, I still, I I still have to give it to AEW. Just like everything was great, but the thing that sets AEW apart from NXT, at least last week, their uh, video packages because they aired this fantastic yeah. package uh, uh, with Cody, and I thought that was absolutely one hundred ten percent. That was that's those yeah. are WrestleMania packages, yeah, and they do it every week. Yeah, although yeah, they, will, they've will, had a I lot of agree. practice, though, with doing just, like, the YouTube stuff and the, uh, yeah. the Elite mm-hmm. stuff. They've had a lot of practice of perfecting, like, pre-scripted, edited, things of that nature. And I don't I don't say that with any kind of, like, negative, negative tone. Like, they yeah. legitly, like, have gotten good at that style. Yeah. No, I – and, dude, uh, do either of you guys watch AEW Dark? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, uh, I've only watched Joey Janela and Kenny Omega. Joey Janela, Kenny Omega. Wow, that Just was that, yeah. That was a main event match, a main event pay per view match as a dark match. 
So, See, that's the thing that is getting me so hyped to uh, actually go see Dynamite is the dark matches before and after the show are legitimately good matches. So, like, it isn't just a, a little kind of fun match to send the crowd home happy. It's like, no, it's like, okay, you saw our show. Now we're going to give you yet another really good match. This is going to sound it's, really dumb, but and yeah. it comes exclu- explicitly from a devil's advocate standpoint. So yeah, know, go ahead. know that like, I don't truly feel this. It's just one of those little thoughts that pops in my head. Okay. I don't know how I feel about the AEW dark stuff. And it's strictly because it's a really petty, stupid reason. And I accept that it's a super petty reason. I don't like that. There's ups and downs for the dark stuff for AEW dark. What do but, you mean? So Ron, Ron, I know watches. Oh, yeah. Uh, what okay, culture. Yeah. And (laughs) I don't know how I feel about the fact that they have ups and downs for AEW, the regular show, and then an ups and downs for the dark matches. Well, technically, dark is its own show now. They just did it in a way where they could do all the wrestling in one week and then do whatever indie performance they they do during the week. But they fit it all in one week and they're like, hey, you know what? Let's give let's give them something for free. You could watch it on tnt or you could watch it on youtube so but uh this is what we're giving you i agree (laughs) the thing that kind of bothers me about that is a lot like a lot of what i watch on ups and downs is them going like what's the story being told here and everything like that the dark matches are just that they're supposed to be just like fun neat little like he goes against or he goes against him kind of stuff so I don't know why we're like, oh, let's rate these matches. It's like, well, they're all going to be good matches. 90% of the time, a dark match is just pure entertainment. So I don't yeah, know. But they, they made that pure entertainment to what it should be, actual, like, professional wrestling. I mean, dude, I, did I, you sit I, back I, I, and watch yeah. that Kenny match? That no, Kenny I, and uh, Janela match? I guess what I'm saying is, like, we don't rate the WWE dark matches. Well, oh, okay. I will say this. I will say this. I've been yeah. to multi, multiple, multiple WWE shows with dark matches. I've never seen a WWE dark match that has delivered in any way. And I don't just mean well, that. Because they won't, they won't put that matches. level of caliber of stars together on a dark match for they some won't. reason. But I don't I, know oh, why. To play devil's advocate, uh, to go along with Ace, is the, this is the one thing in truth I worry and that is okay. They just did this awesome, uh, you know, no hold bars, uh, Kenny versus Janela match as a dark match, and so they put it on YouTube for you to see. Okay, now whenever Kenny and Janela start to have uh, a like feud that. or anything, it's now not the first time. Yeah, and also we already now have expectations on what the match can be, so now it can let us down. You and know. I think the thing that counteracts that is that those dark matches, they still count toward their uh, win-loss thing. So they could even bring it up and basically have a throwback. They do, do. and I like that, but I'm just – I'm worried that it is too much. Like um, 90% of your – 90% 90% of your Dynamite watchers probably also watch YouTube. So I'm not really too worried about them seeing one but not the other. But it's basically saying, like, here's what we gave you on network television. But look what you could have gotten if you either were there or just watched the YouTube. Oh, don't get me wrong. Uh, to me, AW uh, Dark 
is they're trying to sell tickets. They're showing which, you. Which makes no sense. Awesome is that really that difficult for EW? Y'all sold out your first like six too, because, shows. I mean, we we first got being the elite, which kind of spawned the entire like AEW yeah. thing. So they know I, where their demographic is at. Right. Well, see, my, I, my only concern is that they're giving us too much too soon to where down the road. See, there's a bunch of like first ever Jericho and uh, Darby Allen. That was the first ever, you know? There's a bunch of first evers that they can do. And I worry that they're going to put some of those on dark instead of building them to a pay per view. Or building them to like a main event of an uh, AW Dynamite. Show. Yeah, like so that's my only concern is like, that oh, it's doing this doing person versus yeah, it's this soon. person. This is versus in their first match, and it's a grudge match. And then you're like, no, I've seen them wrestle like three times on Dark. Yeah, exactly. Well, so they that, cra- they craft their storylines in a way where it's like it, it all like intersects, overlaps stuff like that i have oh. no worry about any of that at all like oh, yeah, i know y'all are playing place. devil's advocate but i mean i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna be the aew guy right now because uh yeah are, but, are you because i think like except for me what? everybody else is and i'm not that i'm opposed to it i'm just yeah. i think everybody <laughs> else is except me so i don't think you have to be the aew guy it's just you're so one I'm of the willing not to be devil's advocate just because i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the aew guy that that's gonna be my new title. It's like I am raunchy, A W guy. Yeah, because that's what I think when I think AEW could do no wrong. AEW is the best wrestling of all time. Period. Whoa, oh. it got too real there. <laughs> okay, no, check this out. <laughs> check this out real quick. Um, I do wanna I do wanna bring this up. I wanna know how you guys feel. New Japan has. In America. Oh, I uh, saw that. I saw their little logo uh, and everything. Section now. Yeah. I was yeah, just going to do shows. Up. Yeah. One new thing. Okay. If we're talking about breaking news, one new thing is they just released a um a map of the United States and they have three big sections uh circled. And it's, basically inside, they say they're going to do so many shows in so many states. And yeah. in the and for well, you're, you're, you're in Texas, so that's the same. They're, they're going to do uh, six shows in uh, four states in the South, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like uh, I I remember seeing that map and laughing because they had West, they had uh, North, south they had East. South, they I think they had East, like Southeast or something, and yeah. then they had Texas. And yeah. I was like, yeah. To be well, fair, yeah, I'm gonna try my best to go to the Corpus Christi. Uh, I was about to say the Corpus Christi show like sold yeah. out, so of course they're coming back to Texas, and of course yeah. they're going to go back to California and stuff. I'm excited that they're coming back to the South area, and they had like put in you know where you want to see. I'm hoping they'll come somewhere near us. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, how do I feel about New Japan Pro Wrestling? making uh basically a subsidiary american version nxt to new japan if you would well i feel they're probably going to buy ring of honor and call new japan of america yeah Yeah. i feel like new ring of honor right now is just floundering so much and they have that tie with new japan that that's basically what i figured they're going to do is new japan just gonna be like so just give it to us guys y'all can't handle this anymore Well, i mean both companies are making moves because i think what was it uh what company just bought stardom and 
let's see, just bought Stardom or just bought uh, Bushi Road. Bushi yeah, Road. It was the uh, uh, Stardom. It was the parent yeah. company of New Japan. Yeah. Yes. yes, New Japan basically just bought a uh, female wrestling organization because uh, again, New Japan tradition. What? Let's point out that like uh, all the little clickbaity news articles are saying that that New Japan bought this. New Japan bought this. No, New Japan's mama bought this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 New the the, the that's the fair. Company that owns New Japan just bought Stardom, which is uh a all female wrestling organization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is uh very interesting because New Japan uh themselves have been an all male wrestling organization because uh japan for the most part like to uh keep the two separate they like to have women companies and men companies and you just basically pick your poison yeah um but that's interesting especially with them now starting uh an american branch because female wrestling is getting bigger in american so they technically could add a female division to um new japan america without having it in japan to mess with their tradition I mean, they could do the uh, DDT model uh, yeah. over in <laughs> just, Japan. Just be crazy. And, oh, yeah. And have like fireworks matches, uh, <laughs> uh, creek matches. Um, creek matches. What, what, uh, what was it? The, 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 matches. the heavy metal weight matches with uh, what's, what's his name? Or Korihiko, the, uh, yeah. the plastic uh, air doll. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to put it as like PG as possible. Yes, <laughs> the the yes. plastic air doll. Yeah, um, no, it, Ace. If you've yes. never seen Kota Ibushi versus uh, Hatsuhiko or something like that, you need to watch it because it really is a good match. Why did I get dragged into this? Because Dude. I believe that Jake is a man of culture and you were not. Oh, I am offended, sir. I went over to Jake's house and he showed me things. He can't, and I just want you to know, things. These things are trapped in his mind. He dreams about these things. Oh, we're, oh, we're bringing the train around in a dangerous place. Get out of here. No, I just meant that, like, I went over to. I just went over to Jake's house the other. Thomas the Tank Engine music, please. A couple of. the soundboard. A couple of months ago, I went over to Jake's house and we watched, like, a bunch of independent stuff, and he was like, that's that, and that's this person. And then uh, we watched. Uh, Oh, what what did we watch? Wrestle Kingdom or what did we watch? Where, uh, we, I know we did watch. Are you talking about what we watched live or the, the one the one we watched? Or the like, videos that I showed you. No, no, no. It's the one we watched semi live because like you recorded it and then we watched. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Uh, it was either Wrestle Kingdom or it was Dominion. It was one of the two. It was one of those two. Uh, and so I've seen I've seen Coda. I've I know about Coda. Uh, Jake was the. Do you remember uh, back in like. Uh, late 90s early 2000s the the pop-up video stuff on like mtv and everything jake was that like we, <laughs> we would be watching a, a thing and then he'd pause it and be like all right let me tell you about so-and-so so-and-so did this and so-and-so did that and, oh and then they had this and then they had that and that's why they're this and this is why this is that and that's why this is a big deal and then he'd press play and we watch the rest of it so trust me i, I am wrestling pop-up video yes you he is wrestling pop-up video hey i dig that i dig it it was it was mostly fun <laughs> mostly fun it was yoshihiko that's that's its name 
I don't know if the object has a gender, but <laughs> that's its name. Oh, that's wait. its name. Uh, see Yoshihito. now. See now. The next time Ace comes over, I'm going to have to find a DDT Pro match to show him. You know with, what? With uh, those two. So, in case uh, some of y'all don't know, there is a uh, Discord for uh, Quick Pop Podcast. Uh, if you'd like to join us, uh, go check out. Uh, I believe Ace has links on his uh, Twitch, I have on his Twitter, stuff th- like that. They're linked in uh, every. Uh, they're linked in every podcast since we created. Okay. It. Okay. Then yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead, head there, because uh, I'm about to drop something right there. Bam! There it is. Oh, Koti Bushi, the uh, KOD open weight title versus Yoshihito. <laughs> so, so Ace, your, your homework for tonight after the podcast. Uh, here's the problem. I've already seen this. Oh, oh you have? Because Ron has linked this before somewhere else. Ace, oh, probably on my Facebook. Yeah. Ace, I'm proud of you. So, trust me. <laughs> it was, I'll tell you why I watched it. Because I looked and I was like, all right, with a thumbnail like that. <laughs> okay, you got me. You got Wasn't me with the thumbnail. Match? It was, it was good a match, good match. But it, it, it was entertaining. When you hit me with a thumbnail like that. Uh, so, okay, let, let's do this. We're going to have a viewer submission. Uh, uh, people that are listening, uh, what you could do is you could either tweet Ace or you could no, slide no, in his DMs or go me. to the Quick Pop no, no, no. Discord. No, no, tweet and... freaking Quick Pop Twitter. Don't, don't Oh, call. yeah. But, but but tweet Ace anyway. Slide shield, into his DMs. Be like, you right... need to go ahead. <laughs> Show the right Twitter. Give him it. the goods. We, we need to have a viewer submission, and we're just going to have to expose Ace to this. Let's show him the world. Again. Hashtag give, hashtag give Ace the goods. Again. Like, hashtag I may not, give Ace the goods. I may not be current cultured, but I've seen weird things, okay? Like, trust me. <laughs> I am not I am not just like, I only watch WWE. Like, no, trust me. Everybody knows the story of why I don't trust uh, TNA at all. But seriously, like... It's not just because it's not because you're you're almost strictly WWE, which I know you're not because we've had many talks about uh, other companies. But if a we could find Ron a, a, Foreman, a wrestling gem on the internet, to oh, show I've got you, a gem for my you. Gosh, you got a gem for me? Oh, bring it! Oh, you better put some of that. It was uh, an, <laughs> JR's an, barbecue sauce on that. It's mm. an entire pay per view that somebody made me watch that scarred me for life. Oh, oh my gosh. Our, oh no. You sent no. it to me too. It's all your fault. Me? Yes. Okay, I have what to did know I send guys. You? What pay-per-view? Uh, I know it was TNA. I, I don't I, remember. No, oh, are you talking about Victory Road? Yes. No, wait. Oh. Was it just I don't think it was just Victory Road cuz that's the one where uh Jeff Hardy is stoned yeah. out of his mind. No, it wasn't Victory yeah. Road. Um no, I remember there was like a steel cage match where uh, somebody got disqualified in it. And then Jeff Hardy like climbed on the top of the steel cage and got in. Cause it had that little hole at the top. Was it bound for glory? I don't remember, but it was like slam anniversary. I would have to look it up. It was forever ago when you, when you sent me this, but it uh, Dude, was the have... absolute worst pay-per-view from TNA that I had ever saw. And it jaded my entire memory of TNA. Like, overall i'd have to look it up it it was literally the worst (laughs) pay-per-view i had ever seen and this is back when like 
I was mostly WWE. So you're like, you got to watch this. This is TNA. And I was like, oh, and then you showed me this. And I was like, well, never again. <laughs> I need, I mean, that's it. Next time you come over, I'm going to find I'm going to find it. And we're, we can watch it. And I'll give you my exact reactions. Uh, no, I'm not going to find that one. I'm going to find Oh, I'm finding. One. No, no, no. I'm finding that one. I'm bringing it over. You know what? Fair enough. Because if there's nothing I like more than a amazing wrestling pay-per-view, it's a train wreck pay-per-view. Oh, and it gets even better when I commentate on it. And we can just we can just blame this cackling maniac the whole time. Because seriously, like you sent me that and you were like, No, you need to watch TNA. And I was like, I don't really watch TNA. You were like, here, watch this pay-per-view. Dude. (laughs) <laughs> listeners of this podcast send acer footage oh speaking of which have you guys heard of superhuman superhuman like the guy uh on twitter where he does like he's like a juggalo and he just jumps into things and it's funny oh, yes. yes yes the guy that is trying to be mick foley yeah, yeah. he's like this one's for juggalos and juggalettes <laughs> Dude, you have to. He actually, he's now doing like a couple indie shows. I think he took a uh, wiener flip from a uh, Joey Ryan, who is now signed with Impact. Um, but yeah, well, Whoa, what? well, look at him just move up in the world. Yeah, Joey Ryan is uh signed with Impact. He's no longer on the indies. I mean, he's still on the indies. But he's still on I'm the indies. Sure, like, yeah, <laughs> it's Impact. <laughs> it's Impact. No, like seriously, Joey Ryan, uh, he he signed with uh, Impact uh, because they won't they won't change him. They want him to be a uh, famous Wiener West wrestler, Joey Ryan. I don't know whether that says more for Joey Ryan or less for Impact. Dude, have you ever seen Joey Ryan do his thing? Oh, I've seen him do it's his thing, amazing. and that's why I say. Does that say more for Joey Ryan convincing them to let him stay Joey Ryan in like, Impact? I, or does that say less Impact, for Impact going they, like, oh, we have if, nothing. Let's if just... they bring the Winky Druids, I would absolutely watch Impact. But the problem is you'd only watch Impact for that. Like you would find out exactly what that... There's nothing wrong with uh, watching Wink, like watching Impact just for Winky Druids. Yes, there is. Your entire show shouldn't be built on just one thing. <laughs> That's right. I called you uh, out, Brock Lesnar. Eight? I'm sorry. Eight? I called yeah, you out. Have you been watching Raw? Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that was my point. Your entire show shouldn't be built on one thing. I know a subtle dig when I, when I say it, and that was not oh even subtle. Gosh. Straight up. Oh, my God. Vary your dang content. Don't burn it down. <laughs> oh my gosh you're hitting him again ouch it hurts oh <laughs> frick <laughs> that's all ladies and gentlemen I, I, th- I think the madness needs to end we've th- made people suffer long enough let's drop it on Joey Ryan thank you all so much for listening <laughs> we're all tired I'm exhausted I've been up for a, a while uh, I just came back from vacation. Oh yeah, how was it by the way? I, I just want to like ask real quick, how was it? Oh, it was super tough for him, wasn't it? It it was it was the hardest uh, week of my life. Yeah, um, I saw pictures. Galaxy's Edge is phenomenal, but crowded. Uh, just beautiful and awesome. 
The problem is, I think Disney accidentally priced themselves out of the market because everything is so high that, I mean, there's going to be some people that will pay it, but I think at a certain point, the average person will go, but they'll just be like, yeah, but I'm not going to buy anything. No, I mean, that. Uh, let's be honest. That's Disney in general. You get like well, one no, thing. Well, no, but like, it's even more so. Like, t-shirts in Galaxy's Edge are more expensive. Like, Galaxy's Edge is a part of Hollywood Studios. T-shirts in Galaxy's Edge are more expensive than t-shirts in Hollywood Studios. I believe that. It's their new so, thing. It's their new thing. Yeah, I know like, people are going to do there and be there and they'll buy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I dropped some and paid stupid prices for things. I will admit it. That's what you do. But uh, but yeah, it's really awesome. And the Millennium Falcon is basically a flight simulator. But <clears throat> there's nothing that brought me more joy than when me and my wife was piloting it, and I got to yell "punch it," and she hit us. Oh, he, oh yeah. Because <clears throat> I think you like tweeted it out as like she's your Chewie or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no that's awesome. Both all three times we wrote it, uh, even if I wasn't like pilot, I would yell punch it. And like anytime I, I that we weren't the pilots, like people would, like look at me for a second, like what is this? It's like if you're not prepared for me to just yell out Han Solo quote <laughs> through this whole ride, you need to get out because that's what's about to happen. This is just you know proven to everyone. We I do have, we, you. you have lives uh, outside of wrestling. Oh yeah, we um, definitely have lives yeah. outside of wrestling. Yeah, uh, Jake just went on vacation. Uh, Ace has been a good boy trying to keep everything in check, and I draw dinghies and TT. Oh, let's not go there. All right, that's it. We're calling it right <laughs> there. Uh, bam, bam, indeed. Uh, thank you so much uh, for listening uh we know you're out there and you're the silent minority but it's okay i'm glad you take your time to listen to us uh do whatever it is we uh do don't, um, don't be silent remember to uh follow us on uh quick underscore pop on twitter correct? yeah absolutely twitter uh is quick underscore pop the facebook page uh quick pop podcast you can come like it there come talk with us we're always in everything and then, like I said, there's a permanent link to our Discord in every podcast going forward. So you can feel free to join our Discord, talk about things, post your matches. I won't watch them, but I will acknowledge them. Oh, my gosh. And, you're going to uh, watch them. Well, you we should can. have a podcast of you just like, we're going to give you a match. And you then you just like. No, 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 no. Hey, here, let's do this. Anybody listening, send us your matches. And if people actually send matches, we will do a, po- a live watch of those matches. We will yes. make Ace watch them, and we will all yes. watch along with Ace. I feel like I'm yes. not getting a lot of say in this. Well, uh, you're not. Ah, now the truth <laughs> comes out. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I I run the red button, so I will make the rules, but I'll probably watch them. It'll <laughs> that's probably will be it. Content, right? Content. Uh, Content. Th- thank you so much, Jake and Ron. Uh, always being here, I appreciate you. Uh, I'll see you guys next week, where hopefully we have something better to talk about and not spend literally half the podcast uh, dragging Raw through the mud, even though they yeah, deserve we, it. They deserve we, it, dude. We want to be happy wrestling fans. We want to be. To- to all those promotions out there, I just want to say, Tinky Druids equal ratings. Yes. Yes, Tinky all, Druids equal ratings. To all those On wrestling note, promotions, continue to do what you do because eventually <laughs> it's going to get all the other promotions in gear, including WWE. Uh, yep. Final thoughts? Uh, I had one, but I completely forgot. Oh, Bray Wyatt, invest 
in fire extinguishers. I'm done. That's a good note to end on. And remember, take a shower, brush your teeth. Uh, Spay and neuter your pets. Yeah, it's about time. Let's uh, sniff this thing right in the bud. Spay and neuter yourself if you're worried, too. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Night. Punch it!